0: I'm Nicole McCants, a psychologist turned business coach for psychotherapists. It was not long ago when I was in solo private practice, seeing way too many clients feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. In 2016, when I became pregnant with twins, I knew I had to scale to a group practice because I couldn't keep working that much. I was sick of hitting the ceiling in my income and knew that the only way to make more money and help more people was expanding my practice. In three short years, I was able to scale it to 55 therapists and multiple seven figures. Once I was able to reach that goal, I had to take it to my peers. I'm here to teach you how to scale your solo practice to a group or take your group practice to the next level. We didn't learn anything about business in graduate school. So I created the Business Savvy Therapist podcast where I share easy to implement, business and marketing strategies so you can help more people, make more money, and have more freedom. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Business Savvy Therapist. Today, you're going to hear another episode of live coaching, what I call rapid fire coaching with one of my members. Today, we're talking to Sherry from Vancouver. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Me too. Why don't you start by introducing yourself, your credential, how many therapists
1: you have on your team? Sure. So I'm a registered social worker in BC, Canada, based out of Vancouver. And we have a virtual group practice with now six therapists, and myself.
0: So amazing. Okay, let's dive right into
1: your first question. So although my virtual practice has therapists that treat a wide variety of areas, we also have a niche. That's rapid resolution therapy. So it's becoming much more mainstream in North America now. It's really taking off. And my own caseload has been booking out months with just clients looking for RRT. So it's super exciting to see this taking off. And just knowing what a difference it makes in people's lives in such a short time frame, like one to three sessions. So, mm-hmm. so far I haven't done any advertising and it's all just been word of mouth and showing up on Google searches after people hear about RRT from different podcasts and industry people. So I've just hired three RRT providers to my team and I hope to hire more down the road. And I'd really love your insight on how we can share something like RRT with the BC community and help make this service known to those who would benefit most from it. I've questioned whether RRT would be appropriate for something like Google ads. So what kind of advertising or marketing would be most beneficial to get the word out about RRT?
0: Yeah. I could see you wondering, uh, are people actually searching for it because it's not yet completely popular? Most, I didn't know what it was. A lot of therapists (sighs) don't yet. Mm -hmm. know. However, have you tried searching it on Google just to see who comes up? I have searched it. Yes. And I come up. Okay. Okay. Well, I did it this morning just for fun because I was prepping for an interview. I'm in Toronto. So the other side of the country Uh and people are doing ads. I think it's really smart. Your ads are going to be way cheaper. I'll give you an example. Okay. In my clinic, when I did a therapy ad, it was way more expensive because I was competing against the other EMDR couples therapist, anxiety, depression, But my neurofeedback ads, I would say only 10 other companies did it in the city, let's say, at that time. They were way cheaper. You're going to get way more bang for your buck. Not everyone's going to know to search it, but at least you'll get those ones that are searching it. And let me tell you, I think they're going to be easier to convert because they already know what they're looking for. Good
1: point. Wow. That's very interesting. I didn't know people were doing ads for it. (laughs) It's such a small community of providers in North America. So, and I know a lot of them, but, um, that's very interesting that you're finding ads. I never saw that when I was searching before, but it's been a little bit since I've done that search. So that's really good to know.
0: Yes. Now in terms of other marketing, I think we could have so much fun with this, Sherry. It's gonna take a lot of educating Mm -hmm. because it's not like you, they're in a different awareness level. Does that make sense? So marketing has a lot to do with awareness and they might not know what it is. Mm -hmm. So you wanna start there. And I wonder if you've considered doing master classes for, well, the first question is, where is your ideal client? Mm -hmm. Based on my research of RRT this morning, It has very fast results for trauma, Mm -hmm. anxiety, like all all the typical things in some ways. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking going to the family doctors or going to, where do the Mm -hmm. veterans go? Because they have the PTSD, et cetera. And offering this because it sounds a lot like EMDR where the results, Mm -hmm. there's low risk of re-traumatization. Yes. And I really believe that so many people, they just don't know about it. And rather than educating the masses on mm-hmm. social media that's great but the leverage comes by going straight like who do you go to when you're traumatized typically
1: you go to your family doctor cuz you're not sleeping and yeah. you're so irritable mm-hmm. yeah that's a great point i love that idea just holding like a, like a lunch and learn or something Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm -hmm. I would call it like an in-service. So I train you to call those family doctors. Step one, get your volunteer or admin to just do a database within a five to eight kilometer radius, all the family doctors around you, Mm -hmm. and then you'll call them. I give you the script as soon as you call them, you want to tell them your profession. Because I I find when they're like, oh, let's say the admin picks up, but they know that you're a social worker. They're going to say to themselves, oh, she's a health professional too. I'm going to pass on this information. Mm -hmm. And right away, you want to share. I have something that I don't think you guys are offering yet. I think it's going to provide efficient treatment, which is what they want. They want to get back to work. They want to get well. Totally. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. One, do Google Ads. Two, I would do master classes, lunch and learns for every referral source you can think of. I think blogging is going to be key for you mm-hmm. because it's educational, right? How RT can improve your sex life? How RT yeah. can improve your sleep? Like you know, you yeah. can do okay. hundred blogs and all the amazing things you've seen. Email marketing, which we talked about the other day in coaching, is also going to be really key because you're talking to the people who already know you and like you may have saw you three years ago, they might not know that you've hired these three people Mm -hmm. that they can get in to see way faster than you. Yeah,
1: totally. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. What's question number two? So I have this virtual practice in BC, but BC is a very saturated province in terms of therapists. And I think, you know, this is really happening across Canada, but particularly in the lower mainland of BC it's just so saturated really competitive market and i think that's really increased in the last few years so i'd really like to know whether investing in seo is worth it in this kind of environment where it's just so intensely competitive yeah. is it enough to do seo on my own just by writing blogs and having well written service pages or and having my google Business page, or should I be paying a professional to do this for me? Is it worth it? And should I even bother doing that in a saturated market? Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's start with saturated market. Me being in Toronto, I was also right on Bloor. I was right beside the biggest clinic in the city, but I didn't let that stop me. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's mindset. So they had multiple clinics, like multiple locations. And then I ended up being the biggest clinic in the city, like all in one place. Mm-hmm it was very, very saturated. That's why I did Google ads. Cause I see your point. Basically you're saying, Nicole, they're already on the first page of Google. They've been on that first page for a long time. Mm-hmm. How, how am I little old me going to kick them off the first page? Yeah. And if I can't get on that first page and only the third page, is it really worth blogging? Yeah, totally. I think for sure you want to lean in and ask Uh, I give you all the Google ads and SEO experts, just double check because you know what they're going to do. They'll get into Google and double check that our assumption is correct. Mm. They'll look and maybe we're wrong. Maybe Mm. in fact, there's like some way you can like make it all happen, but I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be on the second page. I've never in my life ever went to the second page of Google. Have you? Like no. maybe I'm just really impatient, but never. I don't <laughs> even does it exist? Does anybody yeah. really know if a second page of Google exists? Exactly. And so I actually didn't do SEO at all. Please know that. I don't mm. know if you know that I do. 55 therapists in 3 years and had terrible SEO. So just keep that in mind. Mm. I did not blog because I went double down on the ads because they're very fast. Yeah. You want to be on the top? You can do that by tomorrow. Mm. I mean, you, there's a setup and all the things, but assuming that you're set up, you can be on the top. Right. Your next question though is, is it worth just blogging on my own? Actually, the question before that is, please don't do this on your own. If you are going to do ads or specialty pages or blog, if you decide to do the
1: SEO route, don't do it on your own. You know why? Your, what's your hourly rate? My own or my team's? Mine's a bit different. Yours. Mine is 200.
0: You got it. So why would you spend, and not that you'll be doing the blogging, but all the research, just the mental space. Mm -hmm. Why would you even spend an hour or five a week on this? I really think just paying that management company, yes, it'll be 500 bucks, but probably it would have cost you way more than that Mm -hmm. because that's only two and a half hours of your time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. So the
0: best thing I ever did was got a really good management company with proven results, had them do the research. I would connect with one of the ones I give you. They might say, just do ads. Or they might say, you know what? Here's our plan in six months. I think I could get you to the bottom of the first page. Mm-hmm. And then you get to choose. Yeah. However, if you have a volunteer or admin who has extra time in your field, I do believe you should blog because your niche is something that is going to change lives, but they don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. So your goal is going to be to educate and awareness. So Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? If you um, have the right people, I would still blog because of RRT. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Specifically focusing the blog on the niche area. Yeah.
0: Definitely.
1: And honestly, you've seen, I don't want to say miracles because that scares people,
0: but you've really seen transformation happen. I know you've told me in one session, I would blog about that, not in a testimonial way, but go find the research and put it out there. People want help. And Mm -hmm. of course- time is of the essence. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, Thank you so much. Hey, guess what? I just released hot off the press, a brand new free masterclass just for you. It's called from solo to super team how to build a seven figure group practice where I walk you through the four simple must have shifts to get you started quickly and correctly. The link to register is in the show notes. See you there.
1: And What's question number three? So this is a little bit of a different question. So when I first began considering a group practice, I knew it would be extra work on top of what I was already doing with seeing clients. However, I'm finding that the intensity of the work in building a quality practice that will be sustainable and automated is lasting much longer than I ever imagined or considered at first. So the more I do this work, though, the more excited I get about how amazing this project is turning out to be. I'm just so passionate about building this practice and having expanding my reach of impact in the world. But it's been nine months of what seems like nonstop work, seven days a week. My question is, how long does this phase last and how long can I expect to be in this stage of intense building and growing an expenditure of time and energy?
0: Such a good question. I think everybody in the building phase and the growth phase is exhausted. I think you're going to really feel this analogy. I use it a lot. It's building a house. Mm-hmm. It's hard and sweaty and those bricks, like, it's like that's the hardest part. And But it sounds like you are connected to the piece that I'm going to own this house and this asset for the rest of my life. And the hard work I'm doing now is changing generations. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? Truly. Whether you have a family or not, when you have kids, it's a little bit because you can literally see that they're a different generation. But for me, our lifestyle changed. And their lifestyle changed. And now they go to a totally different school. You know what I mean? They, the education changed. And like you were literally changing generations. But let's talk about the nitty gritty sweatiness now. <laughs> I know your personality and I know that you have done everything right. Please hear that, Sherry. I'm so impressed by you. I oh, see myself you. in you. You've truly done everything right. And in some ways, that's more work because you don't cut corners. I really want you to know that piece, right? Thank you. And there's so much with all the manuals and the handbooks and the systems and the coaching. The coaching's all, it's a, it's, you learn so much. So the program in general with all the experts Mm -hmm. and all the content hub is a lot. I want you to know, and I did a story on this today, actually, because I was thinking back. I remember being you. I would ask myself in those moments of overwhelm, is this long-term or short-term? So I'm going to ask you Mm -hmm. that. The things that you're working on, even
1: think of like the ones you worked on the last few days,
0: are they like more short-term, like branding, systemizing, or are they long-term?
1: I mean, a lot of my focus lately has been on hiring and onboarding and like tweaking and honing the onboarding process. So it is technically short-term. I'm training my admin to like implement that for me. So that's been a lot of work, but, you know, once it's implemented and all the videos and instructional processes are in place, it's not going to be as much work. That's true. Like going forward. It's really not.
0: Exactly. And there will be a day where you, it took me a while to get there that I had my operations manager then doing the interviews because there are a lot. And then I would have my clinic lead do the second interview because you need a therapist, I think like for the clinical piece, the competency piece, but you're bringing up a really important question. Know your sweet spot. I don't want you to check now because your overwhelm is so short-term because you're building, but once things settle, I want you to go on cruise control for a bit just cruise. You know what I mean? Like, Just stop building and kind of check in. Does the overwhelm go down? And then your eventual goal is to stop seeing clients,
1: right? Or to slow down seeing clients? Definitely slow down for sure. I don't know if I could stop seeing RRT clients, but definitely like slow down for sure.
0: Yeah. And have the flexibility. Like I think you want a life where you choose look when you want to do therapy, when you're your best, because then you'll provide the best quality. That's what I wanted. And then eventually just slow down, down, down. Yeah, (laughs) I think that knowing your sweet spot and what that means is once everything is in place, I would suggest giving yourself about 90 days with the therapist you have, have the money flow in, just really check in with, okay, the revenue that's coming in, am I happy with that? But more so the lifestyle. Is this enough freedom and flexibility for what I have right now? Because I find that if you grow and grow and scale and scale, you almost keep yourself in the building phase. You can imagine yeah. what I did in 3 years. I was in the building phase almost the whole time yeah. because I kept it kept building. Mm-hmm. But at any time, you can just be like, okay, maybe this, maybe six is enough. Right maybe I just want six or eight and just cruise for a bit and mm. see how that goes.
1: Yeah. I like that. You know, cause then I'm not, yeah. I mean, when I first started, I thought, I'll just bring on one, like maybe two. But then I, I wow. realized like, it's like go big or go home in my opinion. <laughs> so I thought, okay. <laughs> You've been hanging out with yeah, me too on. I know. <laughs> I, I did. I saw, I saw what was possible and I thought, well, why can't I do that? And really expand the impact. So now I'm thinking like, at first I was like, well, maybe six. And then I was like, oh, maybe 12. Why not 12? And then I'm like 25. I really don't know exactly where I would want to stop. So that's a really good point is just to sort of like take a minute at each phase and see, okay, how do I, how does this feel? So I like that. How does this
0: feel? Mm -hmm. I I don't know why. I just wanted, I was like you and then it was 50. But why is that? (laughs) We really need to dig into like, why is that really? I love accomplishment. I have a problem (laughs) in some ways. Like I really, really love the dopamine hit. I I feel Mm -hmm. fully alive when I accomplish something. I know you already know this, but I'm so glad I'm telling you this because I'm kind of telling myself what I wish I knew back when I was you that no, just stop at eight and live. And maybe you're like, oh, this is pretty awesome. No, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm going to let it all flow. It's all systemized. I'm going to mm-hmm. reap the rewards of my hard work. That's the happy people. Those are the happy people that aren't building, building, building yeah. your whole life. And then, like, why? Right. It's a really good point.
1: Very wise. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I hope that was all helpful. Yeah. Now, at the very end, I always like to ask, you know, just, I would love for you to share a little bit about what you've accomplished in the amount of months. So how long have we been together now?
1: Well, I started the coaching program in April. So, you know, several months, and then I had the content have like a few months prior to that. So I could start that building piece a little early. Yeah. So yeah, almost six months ish. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Tell me where you were when you started maybe the coaching and where you are now.
1: So when I started the coaching, I had just hired my third therapist. And now I'm just hiring my sixth therapist. And I'm actually bringing on a seventh pretty quick after that I'm interviewing right now. And then I brought on a volunteer, hired a clinic coordinator admin. I got a bookkeeper. I've trademarked my business or applied for that trademark application. I love the name. Can you
0: say the name? It's so good. It's Free Mind Therapy. (laughs) There's like a feeling behind that. I love like such a good brand when it gives you
1: a feeling. Thank you so much. Yeah. And then I've rebranded my website and then implemented a whole marketing campaign. So it's been a lot. You know, it's funny when I was preparing for this podcast, I was writing down where I was at the beginning and where I am now. And I'm like, wait a second. I can't (laughs) believe that's a lot. Like I didn't really realize because I was just kind of in my head about building and growing and I didn't realize how far it. I had come. Yeah.
0: Yes, and everybody listening write it down, take inventory because that's when you're like, "Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm a I'm a freaking badass <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneur. It's amazing." Yes, and I hope have you celebrated? Have you really breathed in all that you've created, which most human beings do not?
1: Yeah, it's something I need to spend a little more time prioritizing, you know? So that's a goal for sure. Taking some time to myself. Let that be the next thing you do. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Spend some money on yourself or whatever you have to mm-hmm. do. Just whatever fills you up. Before we get into busy season, yeah. I feel like August, we're recording in August right now, is is like permission to relax because no one's around mm-hmm. the last two weeks of August. Exactly. So, it's so good. I hope
1: that you do that. Thank you yeah. so much. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Truly. Well, I I've loved being a part of the program and just like learning from you. It's so much fun. And, um, yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yes. I hope that was helpful to everybody else and we'll see you next week. Amazing. Thank you for listening to the business savvy therapist podcast. I hope this episode was helpful. I would be so grateful if you would share this with a peer or colleague that is wanting to help more people make more money and have more freedom. Make sure to subscribe so you do not miss any new episodes and please do leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next one.